Family, we back again, and as I had promised you, now it is nearly a knee, but I am with Oba King Mumakwe. Mr. Mumakwe is a client liaison officer, yeah, GEPAA, which does pension administrations for GEPF. Sir, how are you doing this day? I'm excellent than yourself, Sbongile. I am blessed. Welcome to Radio Pulpit. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, just to lay down the rules, uh, um, the show, The Ultimate Lifestyle Guide, we do not have listeners. So if you would call them listeners, they would be really offended and they're going to put me on a guillotine. So um, okay. we have family for, <laughs> for future oh. references. So you would be talking to family members today. No, wonderful. Uh, nice to speak to you and your family. <laughs> That is like really awesome. (laughs) Okay, so we are talking today, the last time we were talking about unclaimed benefits, and I understand that the funeral benefits are going under the unclaimed benefits that we're talking about. Am I correct? Uh, Unclaimed benefits and funeral benefits are two different benefits, but if you do not claim your benefits, they uh, go unclaimed. Funeral benefits or pension benefits, they become unclaimed benefits. Oh, okay. So tell us about the funeral benefits. What are they? And... Who is legible to come claim for these? Okay. Uh, funeral benefits is a non-contributory benefit uh, that uh, government, uh, people that, that uh, belong to the government employees pension fund qualify for. Uh, funeral benefits were effected from the 1st of December 2002, and they are mainly for uh, your immediate family. So if it's uh, you are claiming it will be for yourself, if you were to pass away, God forbid, for your spouse and for your children. And when I say children, I mean your naturally born children or legally adoptive kids. Yes. Sure. So, you know, but we never like adopted them. They were my aunt's children or my sister's children. I'm just raising them. They they can't claim, say, if I passed on and I left these benefits or they are beneficiaries to these? No, unfortunately not. So the funeral benefit would cover yourself as the member and your kids. Unfortunately, in our culture, we do take in our kids uh, from... Uh, let's say, deceased siblings or from other family, and we raise them as our own. But the law dictates that only uh, the GEP law of 1996 dictates that funeral benefits only legally adopted kids or your own naturally born kids will be able to claim. And when I say claim, if they pass away, Uh. you would be able to claim on your kid's behalf. Okay. But they, they, on the other hand, they can claim if you pass away for your death. Mm. You understand? Mm. But unfortunately, those that you raised out of the goodness of your heart, but were not legally adopted, if they were to uh, meet a sudden end, unfortunately, uh, the GEPF does not cover them. So, so you need to legally adopt the kids. Even even the stepkids won't be legible to claim. And um, so it means that if one would have children, you know, stepchildren, a blended family, they'd rather adopt the children legally and then those children can claim as well. Exactly. As okay. long as the kids are legally adopted or they are your natural born kids, uh, you will be able to claim for their passing if uh, it so happens, God forbid. So if someone is on pension right now, 
someone is a pensioner, yeah. but they're still earning something from GEPF. Um, yes. And are these benefits still there for them and their children? Of course. The GEPF covers uh, their, uh, what, do you, what we, we term them as uh, member pensioners. So if you were to pass away on pension, we will also cover your, your funeral expenses. It, uh, the amount, by the way, uh, from the 1st of December 2002, uh. for yourself as a member and for your spouse, it was 7500 taxable. Okay. If you were to pass away or your spouse were to pass away and for your eligible kids, uh, it would be 3000 rand per child. And I'd just like to uh, add on when it comes to eligible kids. Uh, we also cover stillborns. Uh, if you carried a child to full term and they passed uh, while they were being born, we do cover them. And if it was uh, multiple uh, children, like twins or triplets and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, it would be 3,000 rand per child that passed, hmm. you see, tax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then uh, there was a, a GEPF law amendment on the 1st of October 2017. Mm. All of the benefits were doubled, meaning if, you, if there's a death that occurred, on or after the 1st of October 2017. Mm. Now, for yourself and your spouse, it will be 15,000 rand taxable instead of the 7.5. And for your eligible kids, it would be 6,000 rand, which is taxable as well. So how do you know that you qualify? Say your spouse passed on and you are the, 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 the member of GEPF and your spouse passed on. You didn't claim the funeral benefits. So how do you know that you qualify? What is it that you need to check with GEPF? It's actually automatic. Mm. Uh, the, the qualification uh, for funeral benefits is you being a member. It's an additional benefit like the medical aid uh, subsidy that we provide, uh, all the other benefits that we provide. GEPF is heavily uh, on the side of, of giving uh, members benefits that they do not contribute towards to add on to the pension that they're contributing towards. So as long as uh, you are a member of the GEPF mm. and uh, you are still alive uh, after the 1st of December 2002, as long as you're a member, um, a spouse of a member or a uh, eligible child of a member, mm. you will qualify. And another thing about funeral benefits, yeah. there is no statute of limitation. So the benefits do not expire. Okay. So if you come and claim, let's say the death occurred. Uh, 2009, the first, 1999. Yeah, 2009. Let's say uh, 2009 yeah. uh, as an example. Yeah. Uh, it is before the rule amendment oh, okay. of the 1st of October 2017. Yeah. So the original amount would apply. So if your spouse passed on, it would be 7,500. But if your spouse passed on after the rule amendment of the 1st of October 2017, then the new amounts apply, which would be 15,000 rand. And for the kids, it would be 3,000 rand uh, before the rule amendment. Mm. And on or after, it would be 6,000 rand. Wait, now if the spouse passed on in 1990 something. <laughs> 1990 something. Yeah. That was before. That yes. was before. So, but now are the benefits. Yeah, but are those benefits still there or not? No, no, no. 
uh, the benefits wouldn't be there for someone that passed on before the inception date, which okay. is the 1st of December 2002. Okay. That's when the benefits were effected. Okay. But if a pensioner lives on past the 1st of December 2002 and they're still alive after that date, the original amounts apply. But if they lived past the amendment date, which is the 1st of October 2017, the new amendments apply, which mm. would be mm. 15,000 rand then. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so yes. somebody might be listening to us right now, Uba King, and say, yes. you know, our mother passed on, our father passed on in 2022 or 2021, when, wherever, you know, but we were not aware yeah. that we could claim for yes. the funeral benefits. What is it that you would need them to come with? What should they bring when they come to claim? Okay, uh, the one thing that is important, only one of the eligible kids would have to apply for the funeral benefit. Okay. That's the first one. So they can't all come and apply for the funeral benefit. They have yeah, to choose all seven one of them. <laughs> yes, they have to come to an agreement to say, okay, this person we trust, will uh, they will us. give their bank yeah. account and then they will claim. So the documents that are required for funeral benefits, it would be firstly the ID certified document of the deceased, mm. the certified ID document of the claimant, which would be the child that would be claiming or whoever in the family that would be claiming. Mm -hmm. We would also require the certified and uh, dated copy of the death certificate. Mm -hmm. Now, there's also the application form, which is called the Z300, Z300. Mm. Now, the Z300 has two ways of claiming. You can request that the monies be paid to an online post office. Okay. Or you can submit what we call a Z894, which is a banking form, mm -hmm. which you take to your bank as the payment, have them complete the document with your banking details. Mm. The bank representative would then sign that document, and then you would authorize that uh, transaction with your right thumbprint. Okay. Then the GPF would pay the money directly into your account as the person that's claiming. Okay. Yes. So the GPF so doesn't. The, the documents. So yeah. the GPF doesn't become involved after that. Yeah. Now all the beneficiaries got what they <laughs> they were supposed to. Is it now a family matter, or will the GPF also investigate? The money got to every beneficiary, mobaning bao, by that person. Who passed on? Are you talking about the, the payment of the funeral? Yes, after it, paid it yes. into the claimant's yes. account. Yes. Unfortunately, we, we we would not have the manpower or even the, the logistical capability. Hey, I wish you could. So. I wish you could. Become, <laughs> it then becomes a family matter. Okay. That's why before the person comes and claims, there must be an agreement so uh -huh. that, that that person is... Uh, for lack of a better explanation, a trustworthy person. Yeah. Okay. Because remember, it's not only uh, kids that can claim. Hmm. In some families, uh, the dynamics are different. Let's say uh, my mother passes away and I'm a very young child, uh, so I'm not eligible to claim the funeral benefits on behalf of my mother. Maybe a trusted, a trusted elder like an uncle or an auntie or the grandmother or even any person that paid for the funeral with an affidavit explaining that, yes, I did pay and proof of the payment of the funeral okay. arrangements, yeah. that person can come and claim for the funeral benefits. 
Okay, I'm glad that there's proof of payment right there because I can yes. come with an affidavit, you know, I can write an affidavit, go police station by temper by temper and come, you know, with it. But I'm so no, no, delighted no, no. that at that, least there is proof of payment that needs to be produced as well. No, we must. Remember there's, there's the Auditor General who will come and ask, guys, how many funeral benefits yeah. did you pay? Yeah. What happened? Where are the documents? So we need to also, as a service provider, give proof and accountability for the, the benefits that we pay. So okay. all benefits that the GEPF pays out, there must be proper documentation behind it. Okay. Now, say a person, maybe I missed this part, um, but please pardon me if I did. Um, say a person passes on as a parent and their child never claims and before you know it's too yeah within a short space of space of time they also pass on okay so can the yeah. grandchildren come and claim or the grandchild who's left come and claim of course they can all we require is proof of relationship so an affidavit explaining their relationship uh, i may have also omitted to explain this uh, when i explained the documents we also need proof of relationship uh, to the deceased. So a grandchild can also come with an affidavit stating, no, I'm the grandchild. Uh, the, the child of the deceased uh, also passed on and uh, they can claim. Okay. So there's multiple avenues for claiming. Uh, we, we, we will treat each case on its own merit. Mm. Somebody also yes. might be listening and wondering, Uba King, uh, uh, okay, just before we close this one on funeral benefits, what are some of the things that we need to note or to know about? Uh, an interesting factoid. Uh, there are, I'll give you an example. Uh, myself and my spouse are working for government. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both, unfortunately, God forbid, meet our end in a fiery car crash or whatever. We mm. pass on. Mm. Uh, the families, when they come and claim, They're not going to claim twice, but they're going to claim four times. Mm. So let me explain how that works. Mm. Under myself, there's two claims. There's a claim for my passing as a member of the GEPF. Mm -hmm. And there's a funeral claim for the passing of my spouse as my spouse under myself. Mm. So there's two claims under me and two claims under my spouse as well. Mm. So when they come and claim, they would claim... Uh, Obakeng passed on. We need 15,000 rand for his death as a member. Mm. And Obakeng's spouse passed on. We need 15,000 rand for the passing of Obakeng's spouse. And her family would do the same. Uh, Baba Lelo passed on uh, as a member of the GEPF, 15,000 rand. And Obakeng, as Baba Lelo's spouse, must, they must also claim a 15,000. So it's 60,000 rand minus tax. So it's four claims. Okay. Obakeng, thank you so much for this. But I think there's one question that I may be leaving behind where a family member might ask, uh, in terms of claiming benefits, the funeral benefits, um, do we have to claim after we have buried our loved ones with proof of payment? Or can we claim before, as long as we have a death certificate, then we can claim during the preparations of the funeral? The latter would be correct, Swangile. You can claim as long as you have the correct documentation. It doesn't have to wait uh, for after the funeral. Yeah.
Obagyeng, did we cover everything? Are there some things that we still need to know about where funeral benefits are concerned? Uh, not much. I think we've covered all of it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, now, I think that's that. somebody might also be listening, but asking themselves, they're talking GEPF. You know, I've heard people saying such things. <laughs> Maybe I was yes. a member. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> because, yes. Runa, we used to work Kali. You know, the, there was a time and a period where people went to claim certain funds. Uh, they were working in the previous years. And so when they hear GEPF, they're like, ah, maybe we fall under that. So who is GEPF and who is a member of GEPF? Okay. Uh, the GEPF Spongile is the largest pension fund in Africa currently. Uh, in assets, uh, we have uh, just over 2 trillion rand. Uh, we have 1.3 million active members, uh, 400,000 plus pensioners and beneficiaries who we pay on a monthly basis. We are one of the few defined benefit schemes in South Africa that are fully funded. So the the funded part, government is the main sponsor of the GEPF, but the GEPF being a juristic entity, they are separate from government. Hence, uh, the GEPF was able to give its uh, uh, beneficiaries, its monthly beneficiaries, like people that have retired, mm. they were able to get a an increase even in the past three years mm. uh, that is linked to the inflation rate. Yeah. So you will always get an increase that is slightly above the inflation rate so that your rent does not get weaker and weaker on a monthly basis. Yeah. Uh, the GEPF has a board of trustees that is 16 members strong. Mm-hmm. Eight of them are employer representatives. Six are employee representatives. There's a one pensioner representative and one forces representative. So in a nutshell, the GEPF is a pension fund provider which has additional benefits, like we've been discussing, funeral benefits, there's mm-hmm, medical mm-hmm. aid, post-retirement. Mm, there's mm. all types of benefits like spouse's pension mm. that is paid to your spouse until they pass on. Mm. We have benefits galore. Mm, mm. And yes. the members are governmental workers? Oh. Yes. Uh, government workers. Government employees, it depends on your your the 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 how you are hired. Okay. Remember with, with uh, government you can be hired on contract oh. and on that contract it stipulates that you cannot contribute to the GEPF. Okay. Or opposingly, you can be hired on contract and be allowed to contribute to the GEPF. Okay. If you are employed by government and you are permanent, you will be an automatic member of the GEPF. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing, because we even have parastatals that still have people contributing to the GEPF, Mm. you need to go to your HR department Mm. and ask them, do I belong to a private pension fund or do I belong to a government pension fund? Mm. Because you have municipal workers as well that have... Uh, the municipal pension fund, mm-hmm. but you get those that contribute to the government employees' pension fund. Mm-hmm. So, the, so it depends on mm-hmm. your on your employment contract. Okay. So, but can, generally, it is government employees. But can somebody also leave and say, okay, 
Can they also do that? Would they still benefit from the benefits afterwards if they left? Left in which way? Are you saying if they terminated service from government? From GEPF, saying, collecting my pension, I'd rather have some oh, other no, no, organization no. do that for me. No, unfortunately, if you're a government employee, it is automatic. <laughs> you, you cannot say, I don't want to belong to the GEPF. <laughs> so we, we don't, unlike your private pensions, yeah. we don't advertise GEPF and say, come and join the GEPF. Our membership is automated. So it's unlike the medical schemes, because with medical schemes, you can belong to GEMS, but you can belong to another one whilst working for the government. So it's different. Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> but also, there's other stipulations to that. Yeah. Uh, there was a date uh, where people back in the day, they used to be able to contribute to uh, Bonitas or... yes discovery uh-huh. and they would get subsidy uh-huh. uh, but after a certain date uh, they they specified that uh, you can only belong to gems okay but people that belong to other medical aids before gems's inception if they chose to continue with their medical aids they would still continue to receive subsidy yeah but then it happens that uh, they're not uh, satisfied with their medical aid as soon as they join gems uh-huh. They cannot now leave GEMS and go to another medical aid scheme and get subsidies okay. still. All right. So once you go into GEMS, you're locked into GEMS. Okay. With regards to a subsidy that you get from government. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Uba King. I know that our next time, the next time we meet, would be live where our listeners would be able to even ask you questions. I know they have so much to ask on GEPF. Yeah. So no, if- I'll, I'll, I'll make myself available, Spongile, for yourself. And remember, you yourself said they're not listeners. They are family. <laughs> so we'll be waiting to see your family. No, I think <laughs> you have gained their, <laughs> you, you have gained their, their love already. Um, Oba King, for, uh, for people you. seeking to find clarity or ask questions, which numbers can they dial? Uh, the GEPF uh, on the call center is zero eight double zero double one nine double six seven. Let me just let me just uh, confirm that. My apologies. No, it's okay. Oh eight hundred. Uh huh. Double one seven. Double six nine. Oh eight hundred. Oh eight hundred. Double one seven. Double six nine. All right. And if you need to, uh, maybe you are technologically advanced and you want to send an email, it's enquiries at gpaa.gov.za. That's enquiries at gpaa.gov.za. And obviously our website is www.gepf.co.za.